gathered you here today together here today what's up guys how you guys doing i'm james you go first <laughs> i'm good yeah um finished uh work a couple of hours ago i've had a pizza i've had a beer um i'm really really yeah just kicking back this evening i wanted okay. to um, wanted to make sure i was in a good frame of mind to try and remember what i actually enjoyed last year i think um my main takeaway is that I did not listen to enough new music. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. But you know, let's, we're going to get down to it. We're going to get down to it. Carson, how are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, anxiously getting ready for tour. Uh, yes. My you, tour you're both Monday. Yeah. You're both leaving for tour pretty soon. Uh, yes. Carson, you are going on tour. I should say the Callous Dad Boys are going on tour mm-hmm. with drugs right yeah that's correct yeah pretty and cool for a very long time so it's like four or five six weeks yeah five weeks yeah and then james uh roll tomasi is going on tour in europe for about three weeks biggest biggest headliner in london ever the biggest headliner ever am i correct that's all correct yeah um we leave uh thursday the 2nd of february so a week from today very um, sick i'm feeling good about it we're um unusually prepared uh, <laughs> kind of almost almost unnerving in its own right but um yeah, yeah just trying to actually believe that we are as prepared as we feel like we are and that we've not horribly forgotten something that's going to be uh crucial to the whole operation and it's going to blow up in our faces but let's see yeah that I is think... like that is the that is the worry on our end too is like just every five seconds i'm just like thinking of something new i could be doing and that's like it wigging me out a lot but you know 100 100 uh i see dan bit bopping around in the background as dan, well Dan was bopping around yeah uh so uh i wanted to get this in before we all leave for tour on separate tours before we're all back on tour together at some point soon um but this is the first annual and i say first annual because it's the first of what I hope to be many juicy awards. So it's essentially, this is The Juice, and it's a podcast where I talk with uh, my friends and, and other musicians that I look up to about their favorite movie. Uh, because there is a music aspect to it, I wanted to do my own Grammys episode because I don't know if you guys are into the fanfare and awards stuff in both movies and music, but it's something that I uh, I kind of like a good bit. I've always like liked it from a distance, and very recently have I kind of been like, you know what? I like this stuff. I think it's cool. And I think that the Grammys are a little bit less like it's easier to find something in the Oscars that is a little more like you're like like a Banshees of Insurance is like being properly represented or like something that is a little feels a little bit more off the beaten uh, off the beaten path where with the Grammys, it always kind of feels like it's pretty pop centric, at least in terms of what's televised. Um, Sure. But 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 I still like it and I still watch it. Um, and it's a thing where, you know, I, I, I want to do my own. It's a good way. It's it's kind of going off something that James was saying before, where 
feels like he hasn't uh, listened to enough music this year. I think it's a good way to keep track of uh, making sure that I'm listening to and watching a ton of stuff too. I always feel like the award stuff is, is a catalyst for that in some way or another. And I hope that, um, and I hope that everyone has fun. Uh, so I sorted <laughs> it out. I sorted out with a bunch of different categories and, and, you know, this, it also brings me to a thing where uh, I wanted to do a like new year's resolution type, what I want to do better with music or like what, uh, how I want to approach listening to music uh, or, you know, just like different types, uh, a different type of way that you listen to it this year. If there's any kind of change up that you want to do with your regular schedule, I guess. Um, but but yeah, let's let let's get rocking. And I kind of think that so I've separated it out into a handful of categories that we're going to do record of the year, song of the year, artist of the year, score of the year, feature of the year, best vocal performance, best guitar performance. I, you guys didn't have to do uh guitar performance. I think that was a little more for me. Uh, best opening and best closing track. And then any specialty stuff that you guys had where if you wanted to, you know, you could be funny with it. You could be serious about it. If you just wanted to award stuff that didn't fit into your other categories, you know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So <laughs> let's start with this. Let's start. Let's did you were you are you laughing at my laugh? Because my laugh is a little insane yeah, just yeah, right yeah. now. I'm I'm laughing at your laugh. I'm laughing at I'm laughing at the three of us uh doing this. In yeah, a good way. Yeah. In a good way. It's very right, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. Uh here's what I want to do. I wanna and really quick before I do it, maybe like you said, we're we're laughing at ourselves right now, but just maybe we we will getting a juicy will mean as much or more than getting a Grammy more in my opinion right just sure. just for my money getting a juicy is 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 a big oh, deal uh, and another I'm, I'm glad that you said that because it kicked off something else in my brain we are not allowed to nominate any of our bands in any of this i don't know if i made that clear or not or if that screws anything up with you guys does that screw anything up with either of you it it doesn't screw anything up it just means i'm going to be disobeying the rules you're gonna disobey the rules. Okay. All right. For one uh, nomination. For one nomination. Hmm. Yes, I will be. I think that's fair. I, I stuck close to my rules. Um, but that's okay. So let's let's do this. I want to start with a big one and end with a big one. I kind of want to start with I'm gonna start with record of the year because song of the year is the one that I've got 10 here, and I've got 10 for record of the year too. Everything else has five. But Song of the Year is one that I just haven't picked. I, I've got them all out in front of me, but I haven't picked it yet. Um, but all right. Record of the Year. Uh, I want I want someone else to start. I think I want you to start, James. I think for me, this was the slightly easier of the categories to do because I could at least pick 10 records that I listened to last year that would release last year. Mm -hmm. I think I'll kind of caveat most of my entries by saying, having looked through all my sort of Spotify data and the records that I bought. I was listening to a lot of quite old music last year and kind of like took some deep dives on artists that I was already kind of into and went back a little bit, but I did my best to listen to as much new music as possible. And I think ultimately my takeaway from putting these lists together has been that I need to work a lot harder to listen to more new music this year. <laughs> um, but that's a good thing. It's nice to have that kind of highlighted at the start of the year, at least, you know, I'm That's sure right. records are going to start coming thick and fast. Yeah. So 
I mean, how would you like me to do this? Just you want me to read out my the nominations and then pick one of them, or you want me to just pick? Yeah, one? no, I I want to read. I want the nominations read out. That that gives that gives the most kind of um, just just uh, it it gives a little bit more detail as to what you've been listening to, and also just you know, uh, highlighting more more artists and music for others to listen to. Yeah, can of you course. can you also give us a good like? And the nominees are. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's everyone's got to do that. Yeah, everyone's got it. I think that is a requirement for the juicies. <laughs> okay, so the inaugural juicies record of the year, James's nominations, and the nominees are Beach House with One Twice Melody, Ute Bathing with Hermitism, Chat Pile with God's Country. Holy Fawn with Dimensional Bleed, Rashika Nayar with Heaven Come Crashing, Harriet, Profound Morality, Static Dress, The Rouge Carpet Disaster, Yawners with Duplo, Greet Death with New Low, and Raum by Tangerine Dream. Now, I should say there's a couple of EPs in there. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what I was listening, you know, they're still records i suppose it depends how yeah. how you're gonna get into the semantics of record album whatever but um in terms of what i listen to in terms of what i listen to frequently um they definitely warrant being in my list mm -hmm. um and this is what i've kind of had on steady rotation that i can kind of pick out across the year of things that i really routinely came back to things that i like picked up physically and um, right that's things that's that always made an impression. That's always something I'm I'm curious of too. How many of these things, like when I when I list my ten, how many of these do I actually physically own? Which there's a handful. There's at least five for me, but it's also like I should probably have all ten of these. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but, I um I only have I have two of these on record, and right. there's a couple of them that I've been meaning to buy for a little while now um, yeah and and again yeah. you know now this this is kind of committed to audio that i've nominated these i need to that's right well I, where my mouth that, is. I, I think that if we keep doing this the three of us yeah eventually we'll be able to look back on this and say well well what am i looking for in the record store oh right uh, i should refer to my juicies list yeah 100 100 percent, carson uh but james the winner the winner for me and this is just on the amount of plays i've given it is definitely uh new romance by beach house um i know beach house have been a band for a really really long time and they've always sort of been within my periphery but there's mm. something about this record that just clicked um it's, it's a double too. album yeah yeah which is long. like i suppose it kind of makes it even slightly weirder as an entry point um but I just absolutely fell in love with it, with the production, um, with so many of the choices that they make with the songwriting. Yeah. Um, and I was lucky enough to see them play most of this or a good amount of the material live uh, at Primavera Festival in Barcelona over the summer. And it was just the most perfect set of the the entire weekend. Um, and I've since gone back and like listened to all of their albums pretty much routinely uh, on yeah. a week by week basis throughout big the year and big depression cherry guy uh and and i'm on a similar kind of path with you with them where uh my wife kind of really got into them last year 
and we got to see them last year too, which was great. Really, really great. One of the best sets I saw all year. And, uh, and, and there's something just very, very nice about that band to listen to. You can throw them on in any, in any kind of situation and it feels, uh, appropriate. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's great in headphones. I can play it out loud at work and you know, it, it just, it just works. It's a good one. It's a good one. That's a good, those are good noms and that's a good pick. Carson? Ah, yes. Uh, do you want so me to the, go first? Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to do it? No, 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 no. I, as, as, as our gracious host, I, I feel like you, you, we save the best for last, you know, we can do, we're going to do a bit of a snake, uh, a, like a snake draft, snake, snake nominee thing where basically, uh, we'll go through it and then I'll do, I'll do two in a row and then, you know, James will do two in a row. You get it. You'll always go in the middle. Sure. Sure. Um, I love it. Uh, so, uh, the inaugural juicies um my list for record mm-hmm. of the year my nominees yes and the nominees are batters uh they fear us by ithaca hypochondriac by breakins uh heroin by thornhill ugly season by perfume genius mm. it's almost dry by push a t uh ghost electricity vampire draw by richard edwards uh Pool Kids by Pool Kids, uh, Ultra by Vatican, Ants from mm. Up Here, Ants from Up There, excuse me, by Black Country New Road, and mm. God's Country by Chapile, and Moto Mommy by Rosalia. Cool. Uh, a lot, which, of, lot I, of cool picks. A lot of good picks. Um, I Similar to James, I also had the realization that a lot of what I listened to last year was me sort of uh, discovering things that I had kind of written off as like, um, I, I don't know, just, just things I things that weren't required listening, I guess. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I got, uh, I got really into just like everything Ross Robinson has ever produced. Um, listen, listen to a lot of Ross Robinson produced records. Going down uh, the producer of- deep dives are very like, uh, very, very much, uh, oh, I'm a music guy type, type, sure. uh, type sure. stuff, which is awesome, which is, Hey, we're all music guys here. I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that for me. I don't. Do I want that label? Is that label a Eric, red flag? We don't know. It is. It isn't. It isn't. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I just like looking back. I had. I had revisited some stuff and and done some deep dives that I wasn't really expecting to last year. So, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest, this list was like hard to put together. Um. But it was just like ten things that I really really liked. Um. Yeah. And uh, my my winner. Just surely, again, based off of how many times I've played it, uh, mm-hmm. it goes to Hypochondriac by by Breakins, um, which I feel like is an extremely online record. And uh, <laughs> everyone I show it to either really likes it or is like, this is very clearly not my thing. And you're polarizing it too much. Um, bit, of so, a, bit of a skin uh, type situation. I, a little bit, a little bit, but much nicer to much nicer to enjoy. I haven't seen Skin of a Rink, but I watched. Uh, I saw it last night in a theater with broken uh, heat. So oh, it was, that stinks. It's pretty perfect. Well, it was uh, it, well, whole different conversation. Skin of a Rink, but go ahead, go ahead. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I just really love this record. I think its high points are really high. Um, it doesn't have any skips to me. Um, important. which is also like you know important mm-hmm. to me that. I don't skip mm-hmm. anything. However, like I think that it's a bit of an overwhelming listen. Um, 
if you're not into like electronic stuff and also i think it made me fall in love with like tappy guitar again cool um because it, it is like this blend of like extremely online hyper pop music with like tappy emo stuff and like an open tuning which normally you can just miss me with that shit but uh this i really really enjoyed um all the guitar lines it kind of acts as wallpaper to everything else that's going on where it's like in the quote-unquote midwest emo mm -hmm. stuff like the thing that's most up front is the sure sure just, and i just can't do that all the time right so, um, so it's nice to have the blend i guess right it's nice to have the blend it's nice to have the blend so uh i would i would say that is my my record of the year okay i like it and i haven't listened to this record but i am a hyper pop guy i'm a big i've got a i've got a little hyper pop uh not on the record of the year stuff, but I've got a little bit sprinkled throughout. Um, but I'm I'm also a all music is good guy to a certain extent. Um, all music is good. All music is good. Maybe not all of it's for me, but all of it's for good. All, all of it is good. All right. I'm ready. I'm doing it. It's my record of the year uh, nominees. I've been thinking about this. I've got all of my stuff. I don't know how you guys have been keeping track of your stuff, but I got all of my stuff on a spreadsheet right now and it looks absolutely beautiful. Um, all right, I'm going to go. Can't, can't say the same for me. It is just in a phone in my, in my, no it, tap? It's just in my notes app. Yeah. What do we got like, James? No tap. I've currently got two screens going. One's got notes with everything that I've, um, typed up. As the last few days have gone on so i'm having okay. to refer to it which is actually i've realized that i made a mistake earlier which is really really poor from me uh i called the beach house album new romance that's because yeah. i've nominated it for another category the album is in fact <laughs> once twice melody i think the pressure's got to me i know how important this all is yeah, yeah. and yeah. i just want to apologize to you the really artist, that one up james to, to the host and uh and to you carson so yeah i'm sorry guys that's you okay hey don't worry. It's right. the first. Right. It is. Uh, it's the first, and we're all learning. All yeah. right. Here we go. Record of the year. I'm gonna go. I kind of labeled mine one through ten. So not only did I do this where I've got my pick, but I also kind of have my subsequent, subsequent. Like here's one through ten. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ten through one. I'm gonna end on my winner. Unorthodox, uh, but I love it. Yep, that's right. Uh, the inaugural juicy for best record this year the nominees are cult of luna the long road north show me the body trouble the water the beths expert in a dying field beach house once twice melody artificial brain artificial brain deva through sheer will and black magic don't know if i pronounced that uh, name entirely right. Don't know if I'm going to pronounce this next one right either. Natalia La Forsade De Todas Las Flores. It's all in Spanish, uh, so it's hard for me to... I don't uh, know if I pronounced that right. Porcupine Tree, Closure Continuation, Orville Peck Pony, and Black Midi Hellfire is my winner. Uh, so, a couple little things here. Uh, the Cult of Lunar Records, great. Show me the body. Uh, I I haven't felt energy from heavy music like this. Heavy music like this in a little while. It's like perfect for 
it's been my kind of like I'm usually a listen to sports podcasts at the gym type guy. I've been listening to a little bit more music recently. And Show Me the Body has been like kind of like I've been putting it on like over the last three weeks, maybe every other time that I go. Sick. Uh, Really cool. Really cool live band, too. Um, And I'm trying to go see them before we leave for tour um, because they're playing New York City. The uh, while we're gone, but they're playing Philly, which is pretty close to me, close enough uh, before we leave. Um, The Beths expert in dying field. The Beths were a little bit on my radar over the last couple of years. Um, And uh, I kind of forgot about this record because I didn't like the album art. Uh, and then I listen to it and it's, I think it's their best beach house. We've said, we've said a lot. Uh, they rock, um, artificial brain. This is another band that's been on my radar, but, uh, unlike the bets who I'd listened to a couple of records before, um, I kind of just knew them by name. and was like, eh, you know, uh, yes, I get it. I get, but I listened to it and what it kind of has fulfilled for me is, uh, open string death metal and like the kind of opethy in in little bits but more gore gutsy than anything uh deva through sheer will and black magic this is black metal and death metal kind of combined and it's a little techier than uh it's not super techy it's still a little still a little uh dirty but it's cool uh natalia laflosorde jesus christ I can't get that right <laughs> beautiful record and the it's just it's just really nice it's just really really nice uh, Porcupine Tree, the Kings are back. The Kings of Prague Rock. I will mention them again in my Artist of the Year. Orville I Peck, hope, go ahead. I hope this doesn't make me lose points with you. I did not really enjoy that Porcupine Tree record. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Um, uh, I, I, it's hard because the I, I like Porcupine Tree so much. Um, it's not in my top three. It's probably not in my top five, but. That being said, it's still yeah. my number three of this year and still yeah. so good because I just vibe with almost everything that Stephen Wilson does. Um, Orville Peck Pony, got to see him last year and it rocked. He's fun. First show that I've ever been to where there's a lot of cowboy hats was in front of a tall guy uh, wearing a cowboy hat. That sucked a little bit until I moved out of his way. And Black Midi, I know that both sure. of you guys have listened to this record and like this record to a certain extent. Um what I get from this is uh, a little bit of Bungle, a little bit of Scott Walker, and just more than anything, like it's 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 some it's a band doing something very fucking interesting, uh, and I just keep going back to it. I keep wanting to listen to it, much like you guys were talking about uh, with other, you know, with your picks. You just just want to throw it on. I'm gonna have to revise something you just said there. Um, hmm. I have never gotten on with this band i like really so many i know so many people love them and a lot of people whose tastes i would agree with typically are into them but Mm -hmm. it just doesn't it just doesn't do anything for me like i understand that they're great musicians that's all fine Uh, Mm -hmm. i imagine they're pretty good live and maybe it would click in that respect but i find it close to unlistenable i I mean i yeah I, i yeah i mean I, I regarding this record in particular, um, oh, no. I'm, I'm going to agree with James. I did not like this one. Um, oh, I no. listened to it, which is fucked up because I love Cavalcade. I think okay. Cavalcade is awesome. Um, I thought Cavalcade was really cool. I went back to this one twice and I was like, this is a bummer. Like I was like, this is too much. 
Um, <laughs> it's like okay. too, I... it's too brain explody, you know? Sure. Just like, uh, yeah, okay. I can't listen to it. I'm sorry. So, uh, so amendment on that last little bit, neither of my co-hosts like the Black Mini record, which I have granted, which I have given uh, my number one record of the year. Yeah, I will say sorry. this. Very funny that you guys will laugh at. Um, I was listening to it with Lauren on the way home from somewhere and it was late and I, I was just like, oh, I got to put on something that I'm familiar with that's uh, going to keep me up. And um, she <laughs> she had never heard it before, even though I listened to it quite often in my office. Um, and she looked at me and she said, Mike, this might be the worst music I've ever heard in my life. That's awesome. <laughs> that's dope. Lauren wins some serious points for that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not it the first not time that she said that to me either. <laughs> uh or wives not for or my wives wife. yeah it's not wife music or girlfriend music i don't think let's do this let's do a couple quick ones um let's do uh let's go snake quick kind of kind of fast score of the year do either do you guys have a uh, score of the year prepared sure do. yes okay okay i've i'm gonna we're gonna do snake order so i'm gonna go first uh, and I'm going to go five through one. Uh, number five, The Fablemans. It's a little bit of a default because it's good, but it like nothing really, really jumped out to me outside of my top three. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, cool movie, uh, cool enough score. Saying, yeah, it, it's good. All, all about it is it's pretty good. Avatar 2, Way of Water. I've talked to both of you guys about Avatar. I've got to get you guys back to Pandora um, or to Pandora in the first place. Uh, we're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. We're going to get you there. Uh, Banshees of Insurin. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, both of you guys kind of like this, although I'm not sure of anything anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my winner is Crimes of the Future. Uh, I don't know if either of you guys saw Crimes of the Future, but it is. Loved it. Perfect. Loved it. Yeah. Right down to the score, which, uh, has stuck with me and I listen to while I read often. All right, so Carson, that would mean that you are up. Well, I'm sandwiched in the middle here. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, just to, I loved Crimes of the Future as a, mm -hmm. as a film. Great movie. Mm -hmm. um, the score did not stick out to me, but I'll yeah. have to revisit it. Um, my my nominees for score of the year are um, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On by Disaster mm -hmm. Piece, uh, The Northman by Robin Carolyn and Sebastian Gainsborough. Mm -hmm. uh texas chainsaw massacre the remake by colin stetson bad movie good score mm. um house of the dragon season one by uh raymond uh Gwaldi, i believe is how you say his name mm -hmm. uh, uh ramen mm -hmm. ramen uh mm -hmm. and my winner is uh banshee banshees of inisharan by uh carter burwell so a quick thing on the texas chainsaw massacre score I had just been talking about this because he did a score for someone that didn't I did an episode with. Was it you or was this someone else that I had had a conversation uh, with we, about considering Colin considering Stetson. I did not nope. I mean I love Colin Stetson, uh, but considering I only started listening to the okay. soundtrack a week ago, no. It's you didn't um talk to me about it. Her uh, hereditary he also did the the score for. So yeah. that's yes. that's what it was. I was I did it yeah. on my hereditary episode. Um Okay. Uh, uh, any any last things to add about your uh, about your score of the year, Carson? 
no, I mean, Banshees of Inner Sharon is my favorite movie of last year. Um, I love it pick. so much. I've seen it three times now. Um, mm-hmm. And the score just fits it so well. The diegetic music and the non-diegetic music. It's, it's, it's all so good. Um, yeah. It's, it's one, it's one of the very few scores where I'm like, I should have that on vinyl. So. Sure. 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 Um, all right, James, you're up. I am up. Um, so I've actually picked uh, five films that haven't been mentioned yet in terms of oh. uh, what I enjoyed the most. Um, again, I think I had to look back through my letterbox just to make sure what movies I actually watched that came out last year. I kind of feel mm-hmm. like I slept through a lot of things that were at theaters in the start of the year and only really kind of picked up my movie going towards the end of the year. Yeah, so most people terms- do that. Yeah, I mean, I tried to pick things that I'd seen the movie, but there are there's at least one that I haven't actually seen the movie yet, but I have listened to the score and I've really cool. enjoyed the score. I just haven't had the chance to go and see it yet. So uh, I'm going to go fifth to first as well. Um, cool. So in fifth, uh, again, didn't love the movie, not his best work, but uh, the decision to leave soundtrack, I think is really, really great. A uh, cool. lot of beautiful, lush strings, and it kind of contributes to the kind of thriller feel that they're going for. But I don't necessarily feel that the movie always matches the pace of the score, but I really, really enjoyed that. It was something that definitely stuck out to me about that. Hmm. Uh, in fourth place, uh, I've gone for Empire of Light, scored by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Uh, I've not seen that yet, uh, but I was sent the score to listen to and the choice of kind of sounds for everything they've used is just, it's really, really beautiful. It's something that I've had on in the background while I've been doing other things. And yeah, there's a lot to appreciate about it. Right. In third place, uh, I've gone for the Parallel Mothers uh, soundtrack scored by Alberto Iglesias. Um, I gotta watch that thing. I gotta watch that thing. So I've kind of included this on a technicality. I think the movie came out in 2021, but the UK release was in January of 2022. That'll Um, count. I absolutely loved this film to pieces and the score is just perfect. Um, It's a composer that's worked with Pedro Almodovar pretty consistently on a lot of his movies and yeah they're just there's a real sort of marriage of the work going on there like you can tell that he knows exactly what to contribute and when to kind of give and take and leave leave things but it's Mm -hmm. it's excellent and it's yeah it's a huge part of why the film is good uh second place uh i thought this movie was okay but the soundtrack was excellent uh it's the soundtrack to paris 13th district um by uh, an artist called roan i hadn't heard of them before um it's uh, heavily leans on like electronic and kind of synthy stuff and i feel like it really captures the sort of hedonistic aspect of the movie and um it's really worth listening to in its own right um i really really enjoyed that part of the film i thought it really sort of elevated certain certain sections Mm -hmm. to it um in first place this is a film that i saw on monday uh Mm. it's called after sun oh i gotta see this thing i gotta gotta see see it now so today yeah i think uh or yesterday in fact i think paul mescal's been nominated for an oscar for his performance in it um the film is absolutely stunning it's one of the saddest things i think i've ever seen um but don't let that kind of distract you from um, sure from seeing it it was no, just I like yeah a, i like a sad flick it, yeah. i haven't really seen anything that's made me feel that way for a long time and not even necessarily about the film itself but it made me think and feel just generally and um the soundtrack 
the original soundtrack material does does a lot to contribute to that it's some of my kind of favorite tones and textures very droney um and then there's also great use of just music from the period of time that the film set within the film itself um like a really cool sort of brit poppy soundtrack a lot of mid 90s stuff which dates the time and the place and yeah just really contributes to it i'm really interested to hear what you both think of the film by the way once you've seen it yeah. i think there's something very yeah. british about it and i'm just i'm curious if there's some of the cultural touch points within it are going to translate to an international audience i think Maybe. you can enjoy the film for what it is and the performances right. but there's definitely elements to it that i, I they were so on the nose that um yeah it's i'm curious everyone i know that has seen it has said it's their favorite movie of last year so really i need to go see it i need to go see it i got i got to see it too i'm thinking about watching it either tonight or tomorrow i've been on a bit of a danny boyle kick so i'm in britain as we speak sure um i just i just watched shallow grave and rewatched shallow grave for like the third or fourth time and then train spotting which i had messaged you about james my god just like it's like such a perfect movie and like with like uh it, at the risk of sounding sounding completely insensitive it's like one of the like coolest portrayals of like heavy drug users in the world where you're like yeah actually he's he's selling me on this a little bit <laughs> <laughs> oh god let ahead. me just grab a drink um yeah. i can feel my throat getting a little bit gravelly from talking go ahead go ahead bodes very well for going on tour right yeah <laughs> dope okay uh a couple of notes while james goes to get a drink um he'd mentioned decision to leave i don't know if you've seen decision to leave you seen decision to leave carson not yet no it's good uh but like uh, one of those things where i'm completely fine with anyone being like yeah you know like lukewarm on it because it is like structurally it's uh structurally pretty um unorthodox which i think is one of its pros but it's a it's a little bit of a dirty trick. Um, some of some of that's going on with it. Um, I was just talking about decision to leave because you had mentioned it. Uh, but I was I was basically saying one of the things that I like about it is that it's like structurally unorthodox, but that kind of throws off a lot about it being like a murder mystery thriller thriller type uh, type of thing. Um, so it's like the flow is a little strange, but ultimately I like it, and I I I shouldn't say it like that. I really like it. I want to rewatch it soon. I think it's like number four on my like. I think it's like number four on my top ten movies. That's really, yeah. That's I mean, I. The more I've thought about it, it was. It looked perfect. Yeah. Everything about it visually was stunning, but nothing about the movie gripped me at all. I thought it was like really style over substance. Totally get that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the the unorthodox way that it moves kind of like it it doesn't let you lock in like a lot of those procedurals will cuz that kind of toyed around with being a procedural and being like a romance like an over the top romance. So like, I don't know. I I liked that it was doing something a little bit different while like at the same time like very much playing into both of those genres. Um I liked it. I liked it, but like again, one of those things where totally I see no fault in anyone being like, nah, not not necessarily. I or, like yeah. um, I like that guy's other films, so yeah, I should probably same. watch it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we have to wrap, we have to wrap, uh, like seven hundred t-shirts tomorrow. So 
I'll I'll watch it probably yeah. tomorrow. Do it. Do it. Um okay, let's since we're doing snake did okay. Did you do feature of the year? This one's a little tricky, I feel like cuz it's definitely like it's definitely like aimed at like hip hop and pop music. Um, I I kind of have a joke answer cuz I couldn't really think of one. Awesome. It, yeah. James, what do you have you got something or no? Nothing okay. for that. I mean, to be honest, like I'm just looking through the rest of mine now. Okay. There are a couple of these where I've only been able to fill a few within That's okay. the um yeah within the category. So like I have a short list for for like best opening track, best vocal performance, and like, okay. best closing track. But I I picked the ten for the song of the year, artist cool. of the year. I've really struggled with. Okay. Uh, I feel like you've got a really good narrative arc for yours. And I do. I do. There's not really uh there's not really any one artist that I feel that strongly about. Okay. Okay. I've so, got do do we want to? You don't have an artist of the year, and Carson, do you have an artist of the year? I I have an artist of the year. Yeah. Okay. Let's do this. Let's let's quickly do feature of the year, um, and then we'll do artist of the year. Re- like really quick with both of these. Um, yeah. Let's have you do your feature of the year joke answer. Sure. Uh, yeah, my feature of the year dr- joke answer was uh, Craig Reynolds playing drums on the Late Show with Seth Meyers. Um, That's a good joke answer. That's good because it it was just it was a cool thing to see Craig do. Um, yeah, and he was funny on it. And uh, I, Always I don't know. Is. I just like if I could give like I'm and I'm maybe I should have made this a category, but best like best uh metalcore influencer i would probably give it to him uh sure. I recently got like very into the downbeat and he, he just he just makes a great show and he uh, is I, I love his drumming and i love his personality and you know maybe one day maybe one day we can uh hang out and be i'm cool. sure he'd love to he's he rocks he's a really nice guy he does rock he does rock yeah uh very very pro craig i'm gonna do an episode with craig at some point he's told Man. me his movie um and I gotta figure out if we're gonna do it in person because, again, you said you're into the downbeat. His production is a little bit better than mine, um, so <laughs> <Yeah>. I want <laughs> to figure day. out what we'd want to do or or up my uh, up my game before I have him. Um, okay, I'm gonna do my future. You're gonna do it really quick. Uh, I'm not a Skrillex person, but I like 100 Gex a lot. 100 Gex Torture Me featuring Skrillex. That song is cool. Um, that song Sm- is dope. That song is cool. EP is cool. Uh, Smino Pro Freak, uh, featuring Doshi and Fat Man Scoop. Uh, Smino is like someone that I discovered through No Name. No Name is cool, uh, and like doesn't really make music too much anymore, so he kind of mm-hmm. fills a bit of a void. Uh, this one's funny. It is a Russian techno artist named Russian, but with a V. Uh, and the only reason that I know this song, <laughs> Eminem, is because it features Future, uh, and he is crazy on it. Uh, that's dope. I need to check that out. Future's awesome. Uh, Muna Silk Chiffon featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Man, that band is cool. Banger. Banger. Yeah, and that that song is. I don't want to spoil anything, but up for song of the year for me. Um, and this one is a technicality. My winner, Ghost Griffwood featuring Frederick Ackerson. He's the guitar player for Opeth, and he did all the leads on the new Ghost record. Um, and if I can, if I can fit an Opeth win in anything, I'm gonna do it. So. I've got Good an OPEC win here. That's right. Um, let's do artist of the year. We'll do it snake, like we were like we were talking about. Uh, 
James was saying I've got a bit of a I've got a bit of an arc for this one. I've just got five guys. I shouldn't say five guys. Five artists, whether they're individual <laughs> artists or bands, that I, like I guys. Okay, <laughs> they're my guys. These five guys are my Who guys. Are your guys. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, this one I don't really have a one through five, but I have a winner. Uh, let me say. Okay. Let me start off with Taylor Swift. I really like Taylor Swift and. I like that she, even though it was last year, she put out two records. What she did this year in the put out another record, and also probably is going to restructure the way that Ticketmaster um, pays out artists is a cool thing. Uh, and she's taking a lot of cool artists on tour. Um, Muna being one of them, Phoebe Bridgers being another. I I have a I I just really really like Taylor Swift, and I draw a lot of uh, influence from certain aspects of her songwriting, and she's just a very easy listen. Uh, one of the bands that she's taking out on tour is my set, uh, not second artist of the year, but the second on my list, Paramore, who I believe are, they put three singles out for a new record this year. Um, I briefly got to like befriend Taylor York a little bit when I worked for Supro because he uh, played our amps for a little while and um, got to hang out with him a couple times before shows where we he's big gear guy and really kind of like as much as I've liked Paramore uh like at a young age like as I've grown uh a little bit older and they put out new music they uh, that's part of the reason why I was I kind of become a little attached to them cuz he's been he's such a nice guy and I think that they are maybe the best band playing live music that are active um the energy and like it, it's fucking insane like I I I am hypnotized when I watch that band play uh, amazing band amazing band yeah really, really I, great. I uh i listened to the first single once and then i yeah. was like i'm gonna wait for the record so i mm -hmm. haven't heard the other two i'm very excited the other thing is the direction they're going james you look like you want to talk i was just about to say i've got tickets to see an arena show of theirs uh in the uk in a couple of months and i'm very excited about it we um we played a festival that they did i want to say 12 years ago um mm -hmm. it's an incredible day out we played a festival on a beach in helsinki in finland Oh Festival is called. Awesome. It's called Rock the Beach. Two outdoor stages that faced each other. Paramore headlined one stage, and then we turned around and Ramstein headlined the other stage. My God, that's cool. And uh, that's yeah, incredibly cool. weird night, but um, yeah, very, very, very good times. And I've not that seen right. them play live since then. That's cool. I I really think that like the the handful I saw them once when I was younger, and then I saw them twice on the After Laughter tour because of you know being able to through work essentially. Uh, and my God, the energy is fucking insane. And the other thing is all of my recommended Instagram videos are now just reels of live Paramore clips and they're fucking electric. They're electric. And the sound that they're, the, that they're like now kind of like uh, 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 focusing towards is, is so cool. Um, but yeah, so, so can't say enough good things about them. Uh, I'll keep this one brief porcupine tree. The Kings are back. Um uh, and then I've got Kim Petrus, who is a cool hyper pop slash pop artist who is just got announced that she's going to be performing at the Grammys, which is awesome. And um, I like her a lot. I think she's great. And I think that like every year she gets a little bit bigger and a little bit cooler. And my artist of the year is Danny Elfman. And because of that freaking Coachella performance, my God, that guy yeah, is that cool. Was nuts. He's like 70. He's jacked out of his mind yeah. and he's playing. He's pulling everything. Oingo Boingo, looking like for Christmas, Batman, looking like a damn leather couch playing Coachella. He is so 
fucking cool. He's my artist of the year. He rocks, yeah. Let's do this now. Let's start with let's start with you, James. On you said you got bits and bobs of of little things. Um, want to do best bo- vocal performance? I actually have a few for this. Um, mm. I was able to kind of pull a few things, and I think there's going to be a few tracks that kind of come up consistently across a few categories for me. Um, mm. So I'm going to start with uh, "Why" by Chat Pile. Um, cool. I think the main refrain of just the word why repeated at you over and over again shouldn't be such an earworm but it's just harrowing and compelling and i think just a real musical moment um that yeah that that album is absolutely not me for six and um this song particularly is is the one that i will i'll repeat listen to whenever i come back to it and hoping to see them play later this year um would love to see how this kind of works live i can kind of only imagine that it's even more probably like caustic and yeah all the kind of things that you would want from seeing a band like this um yeah. the next track uh is from soul glow's album uh the track i picked was jump or get jumped by the future again cool. it's just such an intense like the, the delivery of everything in the song is just what dragged me to it when i first heard it mm. um I didn't get into the album too much, but I think that this song is like absolutely fantastic. And everything that I like about the band is, you know, it's distilled into this song and the vocals, yeah. you know, particularly are a real strong point in it. Um, I've gone for Charlie XCX with Lightning. Cool. Um, tried to work a little bit of pop in here so I don't just appear to be a kind of grumpy alternative <laughs> metal man. Um and yeah saw charlie play live uh over the summer at a festival last year yeah uh, this song particularly really really stood out there's something about the the timing and like the the meter and the rhythm of it that i i really really like the way that certain things are dragged there's like a little bit of counting in the middle that i still can't get my head around like i try and sing along to it whenever i'm listening and just i can't quite make it happen yeah. and you know it seeing that with like incredible choreographed dancing on a huge production with like a big video wall was, um, was a real highlight of the summer. Yeah. Um, got for another UK artist, Orlando weeks. Um, so he was a singer in a really popular indie band here called the Maccabees. I'm not sure if they ever made it to the States, mm-hmm. but they're, I really like that band. Um, they put out three or four really, really great albums and, he kind of sings with this sort of like falsetto. It's incredible. He's incredibly English sounding. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of take from that what you will, but like I, I really like it. Like you can really tell it's him. I think a lot of indie bands are kind of um, the singers don't really give them identity. I really, this- I really, really like when artists sing with their accent. I I love when you can tell that someone's from England or that band, the Beths, very much from Australia. Like so, I think it's. I think that that's a really cool little anecdote that that you can tell that he's. It's very English. Yeah, and he so he put out a solo album this year. Uh, it's the first music that he's really worked on, I think, since um since the Maccabees broke up a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the song is called "Look Who's Talking Now," and I think it just shows off his vocal range like really beautifully. Like it's very subtle and like really melodic and and like playful and poppy and yeah i really i really like that there's a lot of really cool harmonies in there and he's just very very good at what he does like he plays to his strengths really really well um 
the last pick, uh, I've gone for the opening song from the new Conjurer record. This song's called It Dwells. Um, cool. They're a band that like have two vocalists that play off of each other quite a lot. Dan is sort of the, like, the, the main vocalist, I guess. And I think he's one of the absolute best in metal adjacent music doing it at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just the, the lows that he gets and just the the range and kind of depth to to his voice is just, it's just incredible. And I've never seen him play a bad show. Like it sounds just as good as it does on record. Uh, there's a part in this song where it kind of like truly kicks in after a couple of minutes of kind of a pretty intense buildup and it's just absolutely savage. Yeah. Uh, Conjurer are a really cool band that like, they give me a little bit of that, like uh, Opeth are my favorite band. I, I I'm sure that I've said it to the two of you a handful of times they give me the old Opeth vibe a bit. Uh, and it's like that new record's really, really good. And really the first one that I properly listened to where it's like, I've very much been like, you know, uh, they're they're kind of like associated with Rolla Tomasi, Palm Reader, bands that we've been on tour with and that we're friends with, um, but we haven't crossed paths uh, like with them in person, just on the internet a little bit. And so, I've, you know, but I've listened to this record uh, a couple months ago, I was like, oh, let, me, let me put this thing on. And man, it's cool. They're good. Still need very to good. listen. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. very guilty of, of not giving it. You'll like them. They're good. Okay. They're, yeah, they're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Carson, best vocal performance. Uh, I I thought I was I thought I was doing my artist of the year after you did yours, but uh, oh my word, I didn't. I, I completely. It's okay. It's okay. No, no, no. Let's I'll, so let's I'll do, do best, this. I'll do best. No, no, vocal no. Performance. Okay. Let's do. Let's have you do both. Okay, cool, cool, sure. Um, so my artist of the year, um, uh, number number five is uh the 1975. Um, I didn't love the new record, but they were in everyone's faces this year. Uh, and uh, I think Maddie Healy is like a funny guy. Cool. Um, I thought all the compilations of him making jokes in auto tune very fun. Uh, <laughs> my number four chat pile. Um, they are friends, but, uh, you know, they, uh, deserve everything that they're getting. Um, I'm so fucking proud of them. They're incredible. Um, love hanging with those guys. Love, uh, love seeing them, seeing them rock. Um, and I just love that they were kind of in everybody's faces this year. It was really cool to see them like get pitchfork stuff and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, my number three, um, uh, he did put out an album this year that I loved, but uh, also his Twitter presence is just uh, my favorite in, in the world, which would be Perfume Genius. Mm. Um, great follow. If you don't follow Perfume Genius on Twitter, great fun. Um, also fantastic music. Uh, for the same reasons that you listed, my number two is Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, I'm not like that big into her music, but... Um, we've all, we've I, only got one Swifty on the pod. Yeah, I you only got one Swifty, but this year I did get like very fascinated with like the culture around that. Not shitting it's, on it because I don't want any sure, of them to come sure, for me. Swifties, sure. Swifties like scare me more than Al Qaeda. Um, <laughs> so like I like you know anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my artist of the year is RxK nephew. Um, uh, uh California-based rapper RxK nephew. Um, cool just uh just one of the one of the best uh personas uh in the world i think um he makes me laugh my fucking ass off so uh makes me very lmfao very if you will so very very uh, sick 
best vocal performance um in the number five and four spots uh richard edwards uh ketamine and richard edwards estonia um i uh i'm a very big fan of the band that he was in uh they're called margo and the nuclear so-and-sos um mm. he, he can kind of just sing anything and i will enjoy it um and uh i loved his solo record so much and those two songs in particular I just uh, I think are great displays of his vocal of his vocal range and just everything let, he can do with lyrics let, and all that. Let, let me interrupt you really quick to make sure. a funny joke. Margo and the So and Sos. I've never heard of this band before, but I feel as if that name is proof that you can make anything up and say it's a band. Yes, yes. just on the spot. Yeah, just on the spot. Margo, uh, Margo and the Nuclear So and Sos. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Even, yeah. Even better. Even better. Yeah. Um. But I like it. Uh, and and you know one of the, one of the great things about this is I'm I got a, I got a little bit of new music to listen to, but yeah. uh, okay, so, I, I that album in particular I was like recommending it to like anybody who would listen. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, it came out a little bit after we went on our tour. Uh, the, the three of us went on tour. Um, mm-hmm. and he was like teasing tracks from it then, but uh, yeah, I uh, I got some legal weed in California and uh smoked the shit out of it and just listened to this record while i walked around san francisco and it was uh like one of the best days of my entire life um that rocks uh number three for vocal performance is poland by lil yachty um cool cool i I love the vocal i love the vocal effect it's not a song um it is it is one minute of displaying it's cool a a plug-in but yeah uh, it's cool (laughs) um Number two uh, goes to uh, Pop Song by Perfume Genius. Um, just a really great hook on that one. Um, mm. And my number one is kind of an oddball. Uh, it's uh, Fasora by Bjork. Not because I like the song. The song sucks, but um, <laughs> I think that like it is nearly impossible to sing over that instrumental. Um, it's like quite possibly just the most like jarring thing I've ever listened to. Uh, but she pulls it off. God damn it. That's um, awesome. And uh, it's very impressive that she is able to write a melody over that heinous bullshit of an instrumental. <laughs> uh, I really, really did not like the new Bjork record, but very impressive vocal performance from, uh, I think, my favorite vocalist. That's cool. That's cool. All cool picks, all cool stuff. James, did you listen to the new Bjork record? It very much passed me by. Okay, um, all right. <laughs> I, I didn't feel the need to engage with it and yeah, uh, yeah. simply haven't. Uh, well, I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, put, well, yeah, well put. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Simply haven't. Yeah. I got um, I got really, really into her in the last like two years. So like this was the full, first album cycle where I was like, oh, shit, New York right. record. And like, I get to enjoy the rollout and, you know, all that stuff. So in a way, it's my first Bjork record. Uh, you like her uh, there for you like her but, in the northman i loved her in the northman i yeah. loved her in the northman she's in it for five seconds but you yeah know, she's I'm happy fun. to be there still counts. Uh, what was that james i said it still counts it does still count that's still right counts. still yeah. counts it does yeah um all right i'm gonna do my best vocal performance i'm gonna fly through them i cheated a little bit and i did records instead of individual songs um that, that's so like Surely that's it's... not allowed. I'm sorry. I, I know that. <laughs> and we and we roll on. So <laughs> get his so, ass, James. I've got 
Uh, I don't have them from one to five, but I've got, and, and so let me start with the one that made me do, you know what? I'm going to do records instead of, um, uh, records instead of songs. And it's a band called warm worm rot. And the record is called hiss. And it's a, it's like a grind record. It's like, it's like a, uh, you know, an unorthodox amount of songs on it. Cause they're all two minutes long. You know, it's like 20 songs or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of different, a lot of different heavy vocal stuff going on uh that i like a lot and so it's like kind of uh a showcase of a lot of different stuff that that what i think is this one vocalist can do um i'm going with 100 gex snake eyes ep because i am fascinated with their use of everything that they do with with vocals uh and effects and they're they're so cool uh chat pile god's country uh why is a highlight i'll say that that's absolutely a highlight um band is really really cool uh black midi hellfire uh uh you know uh i really like it um and then oh boy uh natalie lafrice day i third third different pronunciation of her name so far they told us los flores uh man this thing just rocks she's really good and uh really sweet there's just like really sweet sounding vocals um because we did best vocal performance, I'm gonna roll through. I assume that you guys don't have best guitar performance, right? Nope. No. Uh, oh, wait, I do. I do. I do. Okay. Uh, uh, Mike Monaco, Hyper Wealth by Crypto Dira. That is that is uh, uh against the rules. Disqualified. I don't care. I, don't care. <laughs> I appreciate it. I I just I just wanted to point it out because you sent me like the tab for that song like two years ago. Right and now it's right. out. Now everyone's can hear it. Anyway, continue. Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate the praise, um, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, and if uh, okay, so so all right, I'm I'm being tripped up now. My word. So uh, one thing I want to highlight with this is that this forced me to when I thought of this category, it forced me to uh, try and because I got really into a lot of 50s 60s uh impulse records jazz stuff this year the where you know before i was like yeah i like giant steps yeah i like um you know uh just you know kind of like the hits the you know the the uh all of the like not surface level but you know the the hits when it comes to the impulse stuff now i i really dive deep into coltrane i got really deep even though not no it's not impulse stuff into pat Metheny. Uh, it forced me to try and look for new jazz artists because it's like one of those things where that's the, one of the other things that I want to do next year is be a little bit more up to date with like, who are some like young people playing jazz music? And then also who are some young people playing like prog rock? I don't know if that exists, but it's like one of those things where I, I one of my go-tos is like, let me put on Genesis. Let me put on Renaissance, Mondaire Generator, Rush, whatever. Uh, but I don't know of anyone that's playing, making this type of music right now that is like on my radar um, that I like, I should say. Um, but anyway, uh, Mary Halverson, Amaralysis. This one I went with. Uh, uh, no, I went with records for this, not songs. Sorry. So uh, either way, really good guitar player, uh, jazz music. Julian Lage, Julian Lage, View of the Room. Uh, unbelievable guitar player. Ghost Imperia, this is because Frederick from Opeth did all the leads on it. Animals as Leaders, Parisia, uh, because there is a song in particular on it that is so insane. Um, my word. 
And uh, David Liebman, The Element of Water. Pat Metheny is the guitar player on this. He's probably a top three best guitar players alive right now. Um, it's unbelievable. Um, okay, let's do this because we're uh, time time is is rapidly uh, hitting us. I yeah. want to do best opening and best closing tracks at the same time. And let's do this quick. Uh, we'll do it snake. I'm going to start with best opening. Go to you, James. Then you do best opening, best closing. We'll come back to me and we'll kind of speed round through these. Uh, so here we go. Best opening track, Artificial Brain. Uh, the track Artificial Brain off of the record Artificial Brain from the artist Artificial Brain. I love when uh, bands do that. Uh, this is another one, fun one to pronounce. Nephilir Yanya, The Dealer. Uh, this stuff just reminds me of like 90s music. Um, it just reminds me of the 90s, I should say. I'm Like I said, I'm very much in like Danny Boyle mode right now. So like, it's just like, I'm in the 90s right now. It rocks. Sun Signature Underwater. This is an EP, the opening track of an EP, but it's unbelievable. Beach House, Once Twice Melody. Uh, the song, Once Twice Melody. What a hit. Uh, and the winner is Muna Silk Chiffon featuring Phoebe Bridgers. Carson. Dope. Uh, best opening track. Um... I have uh, uh, the Mars Volta, Black Light Shine. Uh, didn't love the record, but great opening track. Uh, he is Legend, The Prowler. Fantastic record um, that I need to listen to more. Uh, In the Way by Ithaca. Um, awesome, awesome record. Uh, awesome opening track. Probably my favorite track on the record. Mm. Um, Bugging by Breakins uh, from Hypochondriac. And uh, my number one is Brambleton by Pusha T. Uh, cool. Just, what a sick song. What a hard ass. I got to I gotta listen to that Pusha T record. You should. Um, you should. Uh, James. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet here. I'm going to give you just a pair. I'm going to give you my favorite opening track and my favorite closing track. Okay. I like it. Dope. So uh, best opening track. I kind of struggle with this. Like I looked through my favorite albums of the year and... I didn't really think that any of them were front loaded in that way. So I'm going to kind of throw a bit of a curveball because I don't really like the band very much and I don't really like most of their material, but I really enjoyed the 1975 by the 1975 as an album opener in terms of like a statement of intent of what the record's going to be like. Yeah. I thought that song was pretty cool. Like I listened to that yeah. on a little bit of a loop and like, I had hoped more of the music might be like that, but it kind of took a bit of a turn that, just wasn't ready for me. And that's okay. But I like yeah. that song and I can hold my hands up and say I like it. Uh, my yeah. favorite closing track. And again, for me, like closing tracks on records are quite a big deal. There was one that I would mm -hmm. have picked, but I'm not allowed to pick because it would have been a technicality. This um, is technically, technically you're trying to to break through the technicality right now. Well, you don't know <laughs> if it was a song that I wrote or a song that Carson wrote. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with uh, Cubicle Dialogue by Static Dress. Um, I adore this song. It reminds me so much of music that I grew up listening to. Um, I don't think the album is perfect by any means. I think it has like a handful of amazing songs on it. And I think the band has a great yeah. amount of potential. Um, mm. And I think the kind of potential is best shown in, in this song. Um, I think it's awesome. Two cool picks. Carson, closing track. Best closing track. Um, I had uh, "Pathetic" by Pool Kids, uh, "Heroin" by Thornhill off the album "Heroin," mm -hmm. um, "Basketball Shoes" by Black Country New Road, uh, cool. 
did you ever notice I was gone by Vatican and Iris? Mm. Um, and my number one by like a country mile, two country miles even, is uh, Grimace Smoking Weed JPEG <laughs> by Chat Pile. It's um, a cool, it's a cool name for a song too, isn't it? It's so dope. Um, the way that this was described, uh, in I forget who said it, but um, I it was described as basically "Daddy" by Corn, but replaced with Grimace, um, which is very <laughs> funny. Um, I mean, "Daddy" is not a funny song, but like mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. describing it that way, um, and just listening to my friends, just listening to my friend Reagan. Uh, lose his fucking mind on this song it's like <laughs> one of my favorite things i've ever heard in my life that's um, awesome and it like i i listen to it probably like once a week because it is like a 10 minute song but mm. every single time it like scares the shit out of me to the point where i'm just giggling so grimace smoking <laughs> weed.jpg a good pick uh okay i'll roll through mine uh, porcupine tree, love in the past tense. Wow, classic Stephen Wilson, classic porcupine tree. Ethel Kane, strangers. This is a record uh, that like I'm pretty new to, but I really like a couple songs off of it, uh, and this is one of them. Um, Cult of Luna, blood upon stone. I put a little asterisk here because it's technically the second to last track, but the last track is kind of like a bit. It's not really a track. It's kind of one of those like you know, it's it's not quite a song as much as anything else on the record is. Um, Sounds like you're bending the rules for yourself again, Mike. <laughs> uh, and we roll on. Um, the the uh, I've got Beach House Modern Love Stories here. And my closing track of the year is uh, something uh, called 27 Questions by the band Black Midi. And when uh, the vocalist says 27 questions, and then he lists off, I don't know if it's 20 or 19 or whatever, a bunch of questions in a row over that music man i just fucking i it's one of those ones you ever listen to a song you listen to a record and then you listen to a song and then you're like i'm just gonna listen to that one song one more time even though you're listening Uh to the piece as a record that's 27 questions for me as is uh another thing on one of my song of the years um most of the ones on song of the year actually after i listen to the record i'm like let me just listen to this song one more time i actually think for all of these is what i'll do other than one that's a single uh here's what i want to do if you guys are cool with it, let's do this. Let's do our joke things really quick, and then I'll send a new link, and we'll do like ten minutes where we do. You you got opt out? Yeah, I. Uh, everybody is packing up for practice, so if you want okay. me to do my song of the year real quick, do your song of the year. Yeah, I, I feel I feel bad that everyone don't worry. Packing up without me. Uh, don't worry, don't sorry. worry. Uh, do, can I do that? Can I do my song of the year? Hundred percent. Well, I'll do I'll do the one that I added. I couldn't I for whatever reason, just being in like getting ready for tour mode has me like not very funny, which sucks. Um, Like the only thing I can think of is like, hey, I'm I'm a silly guy. Um, But the only thing I can think about is like keeping my voice intact and, you know, all that bullshit. So um, uh, my uh, I've been listening to this like piano based YouTube channel called Azali. Um, they just post like these like 60 second songs, uh, on their YouTube channel. Uh, and, uh, I, I would nominate that for best music YouTube channel. And it also won. Um, there you go. Uh, <laughs> All right. Song, song of the year, year. Roll through them. Song of the year. Uh, he is legend. Return to the garden. Um, chat pile. Grimace smoking weed. JPEG. 
Rashika Rashika Nayar Naja, um, the Mars Volta Vigil, uh, Fleshwater the Razor's Apple, Bring Me the Horizon Strangers, uh, the Wonder Years Cardinals Two, uh, mm-hmm. Polyphia and Chino Moreno Bloodbath, uh, Breakants uh, Deep Fake, and my winner is Hentai by Rosalia. Cool. Um, that's a cool record. Awesome Nathan put jam. me onto that record, actually. I know. I, I, uh, it was funny. I was like listening to Nathan on a podcast and I was like, oh shit, we never talked about Moto Mommy. But, uh, yeah, sick record. Um, just an awesome jam about hentai, which I mean, I don't think existed before this. So that rocks. Okay. Let me do one thing before you hop off, Carson. Sure. Uh, let me do one joke category because you did one. Um, Best song about having too many girlfriends and being annoyed about it goes to Future Worst Day. It is a song about how Valentine's Day is the worst day of his life because all of his girlfriends <laughs> want to hang out with him. <laughs> um, awesome. Yes. So that's my joke. Carson, let's we'll 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 uh have you off. Uh and listen, I'll see you soon. Good luck on tour with drugs. And um we'll all be together before long, but also like we'll also be back together for the second annual. Yes. Juicies. And it's going to be great. Second of many. James, it's just me and you now because Carson left. Uh, That does not mean that you can technically award the Cows Dow Boys anything. The rule still stands. Um, But let's do let's do your songs of the year. Um, Did you have any jokes? Did you have any joke uh, joke categories? Did I have any joke categories? Um, you know what? I'm I'm afraid to say no. Um, I've maybe I took this too seriously. Maybe maybe the whole <laughs> no, process you didn't. Just, you did maybe not the whole process uh, stressed me out a little bit, and I was more focusing on uh, filling <laughs> filling my picks for the categories. But um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like. Um, Maybe a lot of the music that you guys listen to lent itself to the joke categories a little bit more, but um, sure, I'm not saying but... that you listen. To, not saying you listen to stupid <laughs> music. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a sort of a backhanded, whatever you like. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Um, I can give you some songs of the year though. I do have ten nominations for that. And you know what? While we were on the call, I actually remembered to slip one in that uh, I would have been pretty annoyed if I'd forgotten to add it. Okay, so I'm, I'm um, glad. Let me just double check that. Uh... Okay, crap! I've got to lose one. Um, oh okay. my god! This is what it's all about. This is that that losing that losing one is what it's all about. That eleventh, it really is. It's not even about the one. It's more about the eleven. I feel like the difficulty that I'm having though is that I think there are certain songs that I said would definitely be in this list based on previous answers. So I can't cut those out. Um, otherwise, I will be a liar. Well, um, we. We make the rules and bend the truth the way that we like to see it, James. So Okay, right. I know what I'm going to take out. It's fine. Um, it's a good song, though, but uh, mm. you'll never know. So uh, that <laughs> dies with me. Um, right, uh, let's start. Beach House, New Romance. Um, I mistakenly labeled the album with this title earlier because I got so excited about this song. Mm. Um, I think I got served this in maybe a Spotify playlist like, like Discover Weekly or whatever. Um, obviously I was aware of the band I kind of made that clear earlier but there was something about this song that just clicked with me instantly I think it is just gorgeous 
Um, I must have listened to it five times consecutively. And like you were saying earlier, whenever I listen to the album through, I have to play the song twice. Um, Very cool. For reasons already discussed, definitely the vocal performance, Chat Pile Y in at number two. Cool. Uh, the third single, I believe this band should be considerably bigger than they are. It shocks me that they're not. They're, they released this as a standalone single last year. Uh, the band is Lust for Youth and the song is Accidental Win. Uh, they're a okay. Scandinavian kind of electro poppy two piece. It's kind of new wavy sounding. Um, they put out an album. Um, I think it's just a self-titled record uh, a couple of years ago that I think is one of my favorite songs, one of my favorite albums, I should say, of the last 10 years. Um, I listen to it constantly and um, I would recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it's a self-titled Lust for Youth by Lust for Youth. And I think you yeah. recommended me this. Yeah, you did. You recommended me this the last tour that we were on and I listened to it and it was great. It's just, it's perfect in the summer. It's perfect in the winter. I'm really hoping there's a new record on the way and the new single definitely suggests that. Mm -hmm. uh, my next pick, um, again, these are up there with my favorite bands at the moment is Panic Song by Great Death. Um, cool. I've always been a huge admirer of, of bands with two vocalists. I think um, there's a lot to be said for that. And this band kind of do that perfectly. I think they both have such unique voices that wouldn't necessarily work on their own, but together it's like just a, an excellent sort of combination. And that song particularly, I love the lyrics and it just really, really got me. Um, the next one, uh, I've gone for Paranormal by uh, the band Yawners. Um, it's a project out of Madrid. Um, this album kind of just caught me by surprise a little bit. And this song is my favorite from it. Uh, it was released on a label called BSM. Uh, do a lot of cool stuff in the UK. Mm. Um, and I checked it out purely on the basis it was on the label. And it's sort of, I'd guess, power pop. Um, half of it's sung in Spanish and some of it's sung in English. The The Spanish tracks I like I think, that. are way, are way better. And mm. uh, this is one of the Spanish tracks. And as someone that was learning Spanish or has been learning Spanish I've enjoyed kind of trying to sing along and uh, figure out what the hell's going on um cool. my next track uh this is a bit of a guilty pleasure I mean I don't truly believe in guilty pleasures uh the band is state champs and the song is okay. eventually so this is like some absolute grade a pop punk and uh my girlfriend put me onto them they're a band that she really liked when she was younger and we saw them play in London last year and I was blown away with how good they were live. So slick. The songwriting is just incredible. I'll and, check it out. Uh, I've got a the, I've got a small thing for pop punk that I, I, I do mean, like some of it. I would definitely listen to this band. I think they just do it so so well. And mm. this song eventually is um yeah, it's the it's the best song on the new record by by distance. Mm. Uh I've gone for Continuum by Tangerine Dream. Um cool. it's the first song on the new record. I I've obviously been aware of the name Tangerine Dream for years. I know they've done a yeah. lot of scores and that sort of thing, and they're still making music now. Um, although I do believe that this is the first record that they've done without any original members. I think uh, the last remaining original member passed away mm. quite recently. Um, the band played a show at a venue that Nathan, uh, the bass player from Rolo, works at, and uh, they left an LP there, which he uh, gave to me. And That's awesome. I, wouldn't have I wouldn't have listened to this had he not have passed on this uh, LP. Like he said, this is 
definitely to your taste. There was a load of synthesizers and keyboards on stage. Like, have a listen. And yeah, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it's awesome. rocks. Yeah, especially and, you being being a piano keys guy. Yeah, I that that's a good that's a good shout right there. Thief soundtrack is like one of the highlights for like it's just impossible. A band with that big a discography is almost impossible to dive into. So it's almost like perfect that you were gifted an LP. Yeah, definitely. I've almost been a bit overwhelmed by the the depth of their back catalog, but this mm-hmm. record's great, and I'm sure that there's other stuff I'll get into in time. Um, I've got a few more pop records to finish this off. Uh, I'm gonna go for "As It Was" by Harry Styles. I feel cool. like this song has been inescapable. It, it, you know, if you're in the supermarket or in any sort of where in public it's always playing in the background and I've just grown to love it over time. Like the melody, the top line melody from it is just so, so damn catchy that, um, yeah, I, I just find myself humming it. And I think that's, that's what pop music should do to you. And, um, I totally understand why he's as popular as he is. Um, yeah, he's. I listened to the record a couple times, and there's a couple like it's one of those, not one where you listen to it and you're like, oh, okay, it's you know, not for me. It's one that I listened to a couple times and I've been like, cool, I'm gonna get back around to this, and that's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try and introduce that a little bit more into my rotation. Uh, so two more picks, uh, Charlie XCX Lightning. Uh, again, for reasons that I mentioned earlier, I think it's a just a superb vocal performance. And just really interesting, slightly off kilter pop music. Yeah. And the last one, it's actually a cover. Uh, I found this out the cool. hard way. Um, <laughs> so uh, the song is "Souvenir," and uh, the artist is Joyce Manor. Um, I really like Joyce Manor. I really like their last few records. They put a new record out. It's like thirteen minutes long, and this to me was the only great song on it. Mm-hmm. um i posted about there was something very familiar sounding about it i'll start start by saying that and i posted something online saying that i enjoyed it and i wish the rest of the record sounded like that and was very very quickly corrected that this was not a joyce manor song but it was a cover of an orchestral maneuvers in the dark song by the okay. singer of quite a popular band and i felt humiliated and didn't reply <laughs> to the tweet and, uh, it honestly bothered me for weeks i felt like i'd really been shown up I got fully ratioed by there were more <laughs> more likes on his subtweet than there were on uh, the tweet that I did. And uh, it's a bad yeah. feeling. It's a bad yeah. feeling, especially you're a sports guy too. That 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 is the prime like where you can get just say something, someone replies snarkily. No, it doesn't even have to be snarkily. It could just be a correction, and they're flooded with likes, and you're left uh, just like feeling very sorry for yourself. Uh, yeah. I thought about deleting it, but, um, you know, sometimes you just got to own the loss and, um, good on you for not. That. Yeah. Good on you for right. not. I actually thought of one category that I'd like to add. This is just off the top. Cause I deleted this out of my song of the year. Okay. So I'm going to go for, uh, best use of a song in sports. Oh, okay. Uh, now this is, I feel torn to mention this because I really dislike the artist. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let me start uh, by saying I hate the artist. Yeah. <laughs> but the song that he's written, some of the best days of the last year have started with this. Um, so the song is called The Angel and the artist is uh, someone called Louis Dunford. Mm-hmm. And 
maybe at the end of uh, the last football, English football season, which would have been May of 2022, the the club I support, Arsenal, club they decided we support. to... The club we support, sorry. Uh, they decided to introduce like a new anthem. I think they were trying to kind of capture a similar spirit that happens with a few other clubs in the UK that kind of have a song that they walk out to. Um, You'll Never Walk Alone is a really popular example of that, uh, that song at Liverpool and I think at Celtic Games. Right. Um, And they kind of wanted to do something like that that was like almost ritualistic that would really kind of amp the fans up before before the start of the game. And um, this was kind of revealed on an Amazon documentary uh, that is available to watch about Arsenal. That I would definitely recommend that you watch if you've not seen it yet. All or Nothing kind of documents a season of uh, abject failure. But, um, yeah. well, no, you know what? Heroic failure. Let's call it that. Abject was the wrong word entirely there. I was kind okay. of getting um, I was getting ahead of myself because this is the first time that I felt articulate for the duration of this podcast. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so they were searching for this particular song and I don't know how they found this guy. Um, and the song, yeah. The Angel by Louis Dunford. They play it at the start of games. It's been adopted as like an anthem for the club. 60,000 people singing that and the kind of like emotional response I have to that and what that song has often then led to or the memories I've got following that of like really, really great sporting moments in the recent past um, during Arsenal's like particularly good period. Um, I Yeah, I get goosebumps every time I hear it. I sing along with everyone else in the ground. And even though, like, yeah, the, his other stuff is bad, and um, <laughs> he, he he's ultimately the son of a famous person, and this isn't mentioned really very publicly, and I can't help but feel there's some heavy, heavy nepotism that has gone into his successes and maybe some of the opportunities he's had. But, like, sure. you know, he's playing the hand that he's been given, so like, yeah. whatever, f- fair play. But, you know, this is a great song. The use of it at football is great. And that is uh, the winner in my use of a song in sports category. I think that we need to make that a permanent category for the juicies because I, I think all of what you just said also falls under why we love sports. It's the camaraderie. It, uh, uh, really. Uh, and it's something that, that, that football, I'm calling it football, you know, it, no English, no American. It's football. It's not soccer. It's football. The proper way to, to, to say it. Uh, you guys utilize songs so well and it's so sick. And it's something that like as a hockey guy, some, the, the, the French Canadians do it really well. The, like the Montreal Canadians, um, they, they do it pretty well, but like everyone else has got to kind of like really step up that aspect of sports because man, can it be cool? I do a couple cool things with, with song, but like, it's not arena wide, you know, there's a couple things that have teetered to be arena wide, but it's not, it's not like it is with, with football. I mean, I've been lucky enough to kind of experience a few Amer- different American sports in person. And while I think that the atmosphere on the whole is more consistently better, I definitely think that we use music here differently. I think like as an English person, I think, stereotypically i think of american sports so maybe this is like a football american football let me sure. correct myself thing yeah. it's very let's go defense and that uh, sort yeah of, one of like my pet peeves sort of, 
right like a real monotonous kind of thing and yeah you know some really really funny and imaginative things get sung at football matches in um in the uk some yeah. often like really awful things get sang sure. as well and some seriously <laughs> unkind things get sang yeah. and uh you know as long as no one's uh trying to mar- you know target marginalized people or like be like truly obnoxious that's kind of fine it's funny and yeah. you know there's definitely a line to be drawn with all that kind of thing and i'm not sort of wanting to celebrate anyone being uh being bad but um but yeah i think we adopt songs and you know change the lyrics of popular songs in um in a really really fun way um i'm gonna it send is. you some examples because it's like i don't want to just start singing I love about it. singing about football players that no one's sure. probably heard of and this is a wormhole that i could seriously go down and maybe create my own juices about entirely but um <laughs> but yeah just just to give you an idea of where i'm at uh, yeah i you know i always love when you send me football stuff so uh all right, I think that that's. I let me just roll through my songs of the year, and I picked one, um, and I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go quick, and then we're gonna end this thing off, and then, uh, and then we'll say our goodbyes until next time. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ten to one. Porcupine tree dignity. Uh, what what more can I say about porcupine tree? A perfect prog rock band. Uh. Uh, something a little bit more modern, a little bit more heavy, and a little bit more um, kind of like adjacent to like, oh, friends with this band. Kanashi, I hate the sound of car keys. I really like this song a lot, and um, I, I I think that it is it's just really cool three minute, really cool three minute mathcore song. I think it's awesome. Uh, Natalie Lafleur, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> Natalie L A F O U R C A D E. De Todas Los Flores, Las Flores. What a song, what a record. I'm so sorry about the name. That's the fourth time. Uh, Cult of Luna, Blood Upon Stone. I've talked about it. It's kind of a closer. I bent the rules. Uh, but, you know, well, it is what it is. Uh, the Beths, When You Know You Know. Um, are, are the Beths on your radar at all, James? You know what? It's really interesting. Um, it's not really interesting. That's just something that you said at the start <laughs> of a statement. I absolutely loved their album Future Me Hates Me. Mm. Uh that came out like 2018. It was one of my top records of the year. I think it's yeah. I think it's like a 10 out of 10 front to back perfect pop rock album. Yeah. And I just haven't felt engaged with anything they've put out since. Truthfully, I didn't even know they'd released an album last year. Um I, I don't like the album art, and that's what put me off listening to it for so long. Um but but, but yeah, I, I was all in on uh on future me hates me i saw them while they were touring that a couple of times they're incredible yeah. live and i almost feel like i had my moment with that band sure and that's okay i can kind of put that to one side now and yeah yeah fair find enough. other stuff to find other stuff to listen to give the new one a chance uh if you haven't already it's pretty good the, i i i've i like it a lot i've nominated it's it's in my top 10 in a couple of categories that song this song kills me i love it um okay show me the body world war four ww4 whatever you want to call it uh man this band's electric song is unbelievable uh and and let me let me just say this it falls into the category that like acdc does for me of uh here are people that i think are like really rough around the edges 
in a way and trap them as well. Um, and I'm not, I don't want to like put anything or project anything onto these people because I don't know them. The music is unbelievable. It's unbelievably tough. It's what I call bad people making bad, bad people making good music where it's like, Oh, these guys are, these guys are bad news and, and it shows in the music and that's a positive where it's like ACDC. I feel like these guys walked the walk. Uh, and you know, I don't think everything they did is necessarily very savory. Um, that's a good but one. It's part it's it's part of like the music and the and you know, again, I don't want to project anything onto these people that I don't know, but I will say it gives me that vibe in a way that is absolutely a positive. Um okay. Uh Muna Silk Chiffon featuring Phoebe Bridgers. We've talked about this. I love it. Black Midi, 27 questions. We've talked about it. I love it. Ghost Darkness at the Heart of My Love. I think this is a perfect song. Uh I, I I can't stop listening to this thing. It was almost my song of the year, but my song of the year is Orville Peck blush. Um, don't know what it is, but it really, uh, it, I just really, really like it a lot. Is, is Orville Peck on your radar at all? He should be in my best vocal performances of the year too, but I think he may be just interesting. Missed. No, I, you know what? I need to get familiar. I think I'm, uh, I've been, honestly, I've had my Spotify open on my other screen and I've just been adding lots of things that, you and Carson have spoken about that um I'm, that I'm like doing the same work thing. for me and it's this is kind of perfect in a way because you know going to be in the van a lot for the next couple of weeks yeah I've got some time to just get involved and um make up for make up for lost time yeah so basically I, I'm I'm doing when I listen back to this and edit it I'm literally going to be doing the same thing with the Spotify window uh getting ready for a tour myself um but let's let's end off here and let's just say this is the first annual Juicies. Um, we'll, all, the three of us will see each other very soon. Um, perhaps before before the next Juicies. Um, and it was just really great, really great to just hang out for a little while and, and talk about music. And and now when we we think about this year of music, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my chart ready and just have stuff to add where I'm like I'm gonna be thinking about the next Juicies for next year. And I feel like we're going to be so prepared for it. 100%. Um, well, this has been the Juicies, the the first annual Juicies. And like, uh, if you stuck with us this long, thanks so much. Uh, all right. Uh, James, thank you for doing this. And uh, it's been great. Thank you very much for having me. Anytime. Uh, and we'll do your individual episode soon um we'll do it like i said it would be awesome to try to figure out how to do it in person because i've uh, we won't get killed with the time limit stuff but we'll figure yeah. it all out yeah, yeah yeah um i'll talk to you soon and uh thanks again this was fun um very much so it's been yeah. it's been my pleasure